Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. It's Bethany Blankley hosting America's Betrayal on Renegade Talk Radio. To learn more about Islam and the three phases that I outline, go to my website under America's Betrayal on BethanyBlankley.com. Today we're talking about the second phase of Islam. You want to keep in mind, write down, remember a term called lawfare, using the law as a form of civilization jihad or defensive jihad. It's called lawfare where organizations in the United States of America funded through Saudi Arabia and Libya and other organizations and countries, Islamic controlled countries like Qatar or Qatar, how people, people pronounce it different ways, are seeking to make Sharia compliant laws in America. In every state in America, there are organizations through CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations, which is a terrorist organization. Instead of being deported, CARE is working hand in hand with the Obama administration to implement Sharia compliant laws, not just in America, but overseas. We'll get into what the State Department is doing, but in the United States of America, we need to be ensuring that the only law of the land is the United States Constitution. Sadly, that is not the case. As the Center for Security Policy reported earlier this year, in 32 states, they found 146 cases where litigants sought to resolve a dispute using Sharia law instead of state law. There are people in 32 states who have been trying to resolve issues through Sharia law, not the state they live in. Now, why is that the case? Because no Muslim immigrant who is infiltrating and procreating for a one purpose, which is to create a larger population of Islamists who want to implement Sharia law in order to have a worldwide caliphate. This is the goal. You can read the tweets of Mohammed Al-Biari in the Obama administration, who is advocating that the world will soon be Muslim majority and Sharia compliant. He actually argues that the United States Constitution is Sharia compliant, that America is an Islamic country. Nothing could be further from the truth. I tell you, we are waking up every day to Alice in Wonderland, where left is right, up is down, backwards is forwards. Nothing is what it should be or what it is. Green isn't green anymore. It's whatever anybody says it is. Today, I'm a black transvestite Chinese person. Yesterday, I was talking to my flying giraffe, and my flying giraffe has been teaching theology and algebra. Seriously, anything that you want to believe to be true or to advocate as true is up to you or what you feel or what somebody else feels. That's not actually what the dictionary defines. It's not actually what your sexual organs define or what you actually feel or sense or touch. Reality is relative. Truth is relative. 
And here on Renegade, we say, uh-uh. There's no such thing. There is no such thing. Truth is truth, right is wrong. There are moral standards. If there are no moral standards, then there is no reason to have a law about anything. We should let everybody out of prison. We should make everything legal. Marijuana legal, prostitution legal, pedophilia legal. If there's no standard for what is right or wrong, the Constitution says that there is. And over and over again, the European Court on Human Rights has ruled that Sharia law is not compatible with democracy, with the principles of democracy. And so what's happening through civilization jihad and defensive jihad and lawfare is that Muslim organizations are seeking to delegitimize existing laws in America. They want to redefine legal terms related to human rights. And over and over again, we're seeing punishment of free speech through lawfare. You can read more about this on my website. Google the term lawfare. There are organizations seeking to fight it. But what's happening is that anyone who is not a Muslim is going to be sued because the Muslim organization is disseminating false information. So, for example, in Dearborn, Michigan, the quote-unquote protesters who are quote-unquote marching peacefully to assert their quote-unquote civil rights. So they'll use American law and say we have civil rights to stone and to justify stoning Christians who are also quote-unquote peacefully assembling and seeking to witness to Muslims about Jesus Christ not being a prophet of Islam. They have the right to do that. Well, Muslims say they don't. It's violating their civil rights, and so they want to stone Christians. What are they seeking to do? Look at Irving, Texas. They want an Islamic tribunal. They want a Sharia Council tribunal. And the mayor of Texas, of Irving, Texas, says, no, we will not have Sharia-compliant laws in this town. And what did their, what was their response? You're a bigot. You're a racist. You hate, you hate Muslims, blah, blah, blah. Wah, wah, wah. The reality is, is what does Sharia law say? What does Islam say? What are the people who are calling Islamophobics advocating? If you are pro-Islam, you are pro-Jew hatred. If you are pro-Islam, you are anti-women and you are anti-human rights. If you are pro-Sharia law, you are anti-U.S. Constitution and anti-democracy. So what is it that Islamophobes are for well they're for women and girls rights because why because this is what sharia law says is okay it is okay to mutilate a little girl's vagina it is okay and permissible to implement female genital mutilation what does sharia law advocate honor killings if a girl wants to leave islam or her family and she rejects she rejects wanting to be married as a child she will be killed it is an honor killing by a father or a brother child marriage girls under the age of 12 married to adult men for whatever period of time this is permissible under sharia law this is not permissible under compatible with democracy they are not compatible with western law there is nothing phobia means fear people who are against sharia law are not afraid of it they're just every aspect of human rights there's nothing bigoted in fact the only perverts 
It is perverted. Muhammad was a pervert. It is an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old girl. It is not okay. It violates her humanity to perverted means for your perverted intentions. No, we will not have, sadly, this is what is happening in America. This is the second phase in 11, the Center for Security Policy. What did they discover? In 23 states, in 23 states that are applying Sharia law to rulings that, and that is, what, and who is suffering at the hands of this? Women and children. And where are the, where are Planned Parenthood? Where are the people saying that these girls' lives matter? a break about access to birth control. How about not being violated because of Sharia law? And my husband, because under Sharia, that's permissible form of punishment if I don't obey him. There are Muslims, women who are 20, 30, 40 years old. They cannot read or write. leave their homes. I have missionary friends who are trying to help these women to explain to them that's because in the United States of America, that's not legal. It is not legal to rape your wife. Non-consensual sex is illegal. But what the state of Michigan, in March, of a resolution supporting a campaign for Sharia under the guise of quote lawfare is, you use the existing law, you twist it around to support. So using the free speech and Muslim organizations are advocating policies saying discriminate against wah, 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 all this nonsense. But this is what def- distorting the First Amendment. Increased honor killings where Muslimistic violence are being recorded and reported to community organizations that was rape and fleeing from their families for honor killings. This is how to American or they don't want to be in an arranged marriage, and they try in the Quran to kill those young girls. This is what an honor killing is. That is permissible. That is defensive jihad. It is his right. It is his religious free through violence. That is why soldiers were attacked on military bases. Making. This is a hate crime in the reverse. If you are not, a- Fort Hood obviously was not workplace violence. Fort Hood was an example of killing people because of quote-unquote mischief-mating criterion in the Quran. People need to understand that Sharia law is being implemented strategically and deliberately. It is relentless. Now, people may may not even think about this. But you think about an enemy, they have already identified all the non-believers who are kufar. I am a kufar. Anyone who is not a Muslim, we are part of the kufar. Kufar need to be eliminated. So how do you do that? There are three phases. You infiltrate, you procreate, and then you start to implement through various means Sharia law. If it's complaining about your neighbor who's a pig farmer and wanting to cleanse the land. If it's whining about restaurants that sell bacon or ham or not having halal food. Then they use the First Amendment and other laws to actually pervert what the First Amendment is actually protecting. As a result, in 23 states, Sharia law is being applied in the United States of America in American courts. 
which is harming women and children. And I say enough is enough. Enough is enough. American laws for American courts. No laws anywhere in the United States should be compliant to Sharia or anything else. If Mormons can't have multiple wives and multiple families and live in a polygamous relationship, then why does Sharia law have a right to do anything? It makes no sense. There's nothing bigoted. There's nothing fearful. There's nothing hateful. In fact, the only hateful and bigoted thing that's happening is the people who are trying to implement Sharia to harm women and children. And for anybody who tells you that Islam is a peaceful religion, they are using Takiya, which is Quran sanctioned deceit. And you say, you know what? I have a Quran and I'm going to show you the Surah, chapter and verse, that says it is permissible to lie to a non-believer. I'm going to call you on your lie. I'm going to demand that women and girls have rights in this country. They do not have the right to be abused, no matter what you say your religion, quote unquote, under the First Amendment allows. The First Amendment does not allow for hate speech. It does not allow for any speech that incites violence. It does not allow for any religion that promotes a negative welfare for society. This is why any religion that promotes killing your children is illegal. You cannot burn your child as an honor, as a sacrifice in the United States of America. It doesn't matter if that's your religion or not. You can't do it. It's illegal. There are many laws in this country to protect the basic fundamentals of the whole point of the Constitution, which is liberty and freedom and God-given rights. A little girl has a human right that our laws protect. Her rights existed before she was born. And the laws are designed to protect her from being killed, not in, just inside the womb, but to protect that little girl after she's born so that she's not sold into slavery. Her vagina is not sewn up and ripped through over and over and over again because it's, quote, unquote, your religious freedom right. That is hateful, it is abusive, it is harmful. There is no right in that other than a right to go straight to hell. Nobody who does that to a child has a right. In this country, it is illegal to do that to a child. I've got to take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to Bethany Blankley. I'm Renegade Talk Radio. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Hey everyone, it's Bethany Blankley hosting America's Betrayal and Renegade Talk Radio. To learn more about Islam and the three phases that I outline, go to my website under America's Betrayal on BethanyBlankley.com. Today we're talking about the second phase of Islam. You want to keep in mind, write down, remember a term called lawfare. Using the law as a form of civilization jihad or defensive jihad it's called lawfare where organizations in the united states of america funded through saudi arabia and libya and other organizations and countries islamic controlled countries like qatar or qatar how people people pronounce it different ways 
are seeking to make Sharia compliant laws in America. In every state in America, there are organizations through CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations, which is a terrorist organization. Instead of being deported, CARE is working hand-in-hand with the Obama administration to implement Sharia-compliant laws, not just in America, but overseas. We'll get into what the State Department is doing, but in the United States of America, we need to be ensuring that the only law of the land is the United States Constitution. Sadly, that is not the case. As the Center for Security Policy reported earlier this year, in 32 states, they found 146 cases where litigants sought to resolve a dispute using Sharia law instead of state law. There are people in 32 states who have been trying to resolve issues through Sharia law, not the state they live in. Now, why is that the case? Because no Muslim immigrant who is infiltrating and procreating for one purpose, which is to create a larger population of Islamists who want to implement Sharia law in order to have a worldwide caliphate. This is the goal. You can read the tweets of Mohammed al-Biari in the Obama administration, who is advocating that the world will soon be Muslim majority and Sharia compliant. He actually argues that the United States Constitution is Sharia compliant, that America is an Islamic country. Nothing could be further from the truth. I tell you, we are waking up every day to Alice in Wonderland, where left is right, up is down, backwards is forwards. Nothing is what it should be or what it is. Green isn't green anymore. It's whatever anybody says it is. Today, I'm a black transvestite Chinese person. Yesterday, I was talking to my flying giraffe, and my flying giraffe has been teaching theology and algebra. Seriously, anything that you want to believe to be true or to advocate as true is up to you or what you feel or what somebody else feels. That's not actually what the dictionary defines. It's not actually what your sexual organs define or what you actually feel or sense or touch. Reality is relative. Truth is relative. And here on Renegade, we say, "Uh uh-uh. There's no such thing. There is no such thing. Truth is truth. Right is wrong. There are moral standards. If there are no moral standards, then there is no reason to have a law about anything. We should let everybody out of prison. We should make everything legal. Marijuana legal, prostitution legal, pedophilia legal. If there's no standard for what is right or wrong, the Constitution says that there is. And over and over again, the European Court on Human Rights has ruled that Sharia law is not compatible with democracy, with the principles of democracy. And so what's happening through civilization jihad and defensive jihad and lawfare is that Muslim organizations are seeking to delegitimize existing laws in America. They want to redefine legal terms related to human rights. And over and over again, we're seeing punishment of free speech through lawfare. You can read more about this on my website. Google the term lawfare. There are organizations seeking to fight it. 
But what's happening is that anyone who is not a Muslim is going to be sued because the Muslim organization is disseminating false information. So, for example, in Dearborn, Michigan, the quote-unquote protesters who are quote-unquote marching peacefully to assert their quote-unquote civil rights. So they'll use American law and say we have civil rights to stone and to justify stoning Christians who are also quote-unquote peacefully assembling and seeking to witness to Muslims about Jesus Christ not being a prophet of Islam. They have the right to do that. Well, Muslims say they don't. It's violating their civil rights, and so they want to stone Christians. What are they seeking to do? Look at Irving, Texas. They want an Islamic tribunal. They want a Sharia Council tribunal. And the mayor of Texas, of Irving, Texas, says, no, we will not have Sharia-compliant laws in this town. And what did their, what was their response? You're a bigot. You're a racist. You hate, you hate Muslims, blah, blah, blah. Wah, wah, wah. The reality is, is what does Sharia law say? What does Islam say? What are the people who are calling Islamophobics advocating? If you are pro-Islam, you are pro-Jew hatred. If you are pro-Islam, you are anti-women and you are anti-human rights. If you are pro-Sharia law, you are anti-U.S. Constitution and anti-democracy. So what is it that Islamophobes are for? Well, they're for women and girls' rights. Because why? Because this is what Sharia law says is okay. It is okay to mutilate a little girl's vagina. It is okay and permissible to implement female genital mutilation. What does Sharia law advocate? Honor killings. If a girl wants to leave Islam or her family and she rejects, she rejects wanting to be married as a child, she will be killed. It is an honor killing by a father or a brother. Child marriage. Girls under the age of 12 married to adult men for whatever period of time. This is permissible under Sharia law. This is not permissible under compatible with democracy. They are not compatible with Western law. There is nothing. Phobia means fear. People who are against Sharia law are not afraid of it. They're just every aspect of human rights. There's nothing bigoted. In fact, the only perverts. It is perverted. Muhammad was a pervert. It is a nine-year-old, a nine-year-old girl. It is not okay. It violates her humanity to perverted means for your perverted intentions. No, we will not have, sadly, this is what is happening in America. This is the second phase in 11, the Center for Security Policy. What did they discover? In 23 states, in 23 states that are applying Sharia law to rulings that... And, that is what, and who is suffering at the hands of this? Women and children. And where are the... Where are Planned Parenthood? Where are the people saying that these girls' lives matter? a break about access to birth control. How about not being violated because of Sharia law? And my husband, because under Sharia, that's permissible form of punishment if I don't obey him. There are Muslims, women who are 20, 30, 40 years old. They cannot read or write. leave their homes. I have missionary friends who are trying to help these women to explain to them that's because in the United States of America, that's not legal.
It is not legal to rape your wife. Non-consensual sex is illegal. But the state of Michigan... In March, of a resolution supporting a campaign for Sharia under the guise of quote all fair is you use the existing law, you twist it around to support. So using the free speech and Muslim organizations are advocating policies saying discriminate against wah, 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 all this nonsense. But this is what defends. Distorting the First Amendment. Increased honor killings where Muslim stick violence are being recorded and reported to community organizations that was rape and fleeing from their families for honor killings. This is how to American or they don't want to be in an arranged marriage and they try in the Quran to kill those young girls. This is what an honor killing is. That is permissible. That is defensive jihad. It is his right. It is his religious free through violence. That is why soldiers were attacked on military bases. Making. This is a hate crime in the reverse. If you are not a... Fort Hood obviously was not workplace violence. Fort Hood was an example of killing people because of quote-unquote mischief-mating criterion in the Quran. People need to understand that Sharia law is being implemented strategically and deliberately it is relentless now people may think may not even think about this but you think about an enemy they have already identified all the non-believers who are kufar i am a kufar anyone who is not a muslim we are part of the kufar kufar need to be eliminated so how do you do that there are three phases you infiltrate you procreate and then you start to implement through various means Sharia law. If it's complaining about your neighbor who's a pig farmer and wanting to cleanse the land. If it's whining about restaurants that sell bacon or ham or not having halal food. Then they use the First Amendment and other laws to actually pervert what the First Amendment is actually protecting. As a result... In 23 states, Sharia law is being applied in the United States of America in American courts, which is harming women and children. And I say enough is enough. Enough is enough. American laws for American courts. No laws anywhere in the United States should be compliant to Sharia or anything else. If Mormons can't have multiple wives and multiple families and live in a polygamous relationship, then why does Sharia law have a right to do anything? It makes no sense. There's nothing bigoted. There's nothing fearful. There's nothing hateful. In fact, the only hateful and bigoted thing that's happening is the people who are trying to implement Sharia to harm women and children. And for anybody who tells you that Islam is a peaceful religion, they are using taqiyya, which is Quran sanctioned deceit. And you say, you know what? I have a Quran and I'm going to show you the surah, chapter and verse that says it is permissible to lie to a non-believer. I'm going to call you on your lie 
I'm going to demand that women and girls have rights in this country. They do not have the right to be abused, no matter what you say your religion, quote unquote, under the First Amendment allows. The First Amendment does not allow for hate speech. It does not allow for any speech that incites violence. It does not allow for any religion that promotes a negative welfare for society. This is why any religion that promotes killing your children is illegal. You cannot burn your child as an honor, as a sacrifice in the United States of America. It doesn't matter if that's your religion or not. You can't do it. It's illegal. There are many laws in this country to protect the basic fundamentals of the whole point of the Constitution, which is liberty and freedom and God-given rights. A little girl has a human right that our laws protect. Her rights existed before she was born. And the laws are designed to protect her from being killed, not in, just inside the womb, but to protect that little girl after she's born so that she's not sold into slavery. Her vagina is not sewn up and ripped through over and over and over again because it's, quote, unquote, your religious freedom right. That is hateful, it is abusive, it is harmful. There is no right in that other than a right to go straight to hell. Nobody who does that to a child has a right. In this country, it is illegal to do that to a child. I've got to take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to Bethany Blankley. I'm Renegade. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade. Renegade Talk Radio. This is Bethany Blankley, hosting America's Betrayal and Renegade Talk Radio. We've been talking about the second phase of Islam and lawfare and trying to make Sharia-compliant laws in American courts. My argument is, if there's no conflict between Sharia and American courts, why make it compliant? If there's no conflict, then why the effort? Why the concerted effort to spend tens of millions of hundreds of millions of dollars to try to make Sharia-compliant laws? Well, that's not the only thing. We talked about there being no freedom of religion and no free speech under Islam. I want to talk to you more about what's happening in our public schools. A lot of parents, in fact, every parent I've ever met in any state I've been in talking and speaking about Islam, they're all asking me where and where on earth to common core come from because they all hate it. Everyone has this misunderstanding that common core came from the governors when, in fact, it actually came from Saudi Arabia and Qatar and Libya. I want to tell you what's been happening over the last year under common core, what public schools are teaching children. Public school kids are having sponsored trips to mosques via taxpayer expense. Not just public school students, but recently, as a local newspaper reported in Pennsylvania, 50 teachers and administrators from one school district went to a training session on Islam, courtesy of taxpayer dollars. The Lebanon Daily News reported, eagnews.org reported. 
The superintendent of schools, administrators, teachers, they actually went to a mosque to be instructed to learn about Islam. And this is what one of the teachers said. It's important that we educate ourselves, I'm quoting, about cultures that are different from our own. And any way I could communicate with my students makes it more meaningful or easier. This is a vital tool. This is the falsehood that naive and simply quite stupid people are believing. Lara Book, a teacher, sadly in Pennsylvania, who should not be teaching apparently, she believes that the fundamentals of Islamic culture in America are the same. This is what she says. We, quote unquote, we all want the same things. Happiness for our families, health and success. We all want the same thing. Well, Lara, open up a Quran and read the reality that we do not want the same thing. Civilization jihad is diametrically opposed to the Constitution. It is opposed to basic civil rights. It is opposed to basic human rights. There is no such thing as freedom of religion. There is no such thing to not be religious. There is no such thing as free speech. There is no such thing as women's rights under Islam. Get that in your head. It is not a peaceful religion until everyone who is not a Muslim is dead or converted. Peace does not exist until everyone is compliant under Sharia law. But yet this is what our taxpayer dollars are funding. School trips to mosques to teach children about Islam. School trips for superintendents and teachers and administrators to be taught about Islam on the taxpayer dime to go to mosques. And this is my question. Where on earth are the separation of church and state people? Where on earth are the people saying, hey, wait a minute. Why are, why are we having taxpayer money spending on students and teachers going to mosques? I, I can't remember. When were there school buses taking children to go to a church or to a Mormon temple or to a Jewish synagogue? I, I'm really confused. What about the violation of the Establishment Clause? Since when are, is taxpayer dollars legal to f- proselytize for Islam? I'm confused. Where is the teaching of teachers about 1,400-year history of jihad, of war, or the cultural annihilation under Islamification of America, or Western countries, or enslavement, or female, female genital mutilation? I'm, I'm confused. Where, where are all of the, where's the ACLU? Where are the people so concerned about separation of church and state and freedom from religion? I don't see them complaining about the fact that taxpayer dollars are taking teachers and administrators, a superintendent of a school district to a mosque to learn about Islam. Are you kidding me? In 2015 America, we have public schools and taxpayer dollars sending kids and teachers and administrators to learn about Islam. Where the heck is, are the separation of church and state people? At taxpayer expense, people. Did you know in New York you can now pledge allegiance in Arabic? Did you know know now in New York City you have offices for school for Muslim, quote-unquote, holy days? Did you know in in Common Core 
you were having vocabulary lessons to learn about Islam? Did you know that you are being taught how to bow down, which way to pray for Islam in public schools through Common Core? Did you know that under quote-unquote world history, you learn about Islam, the five pillars of Islam, how to proselytize? Since when? You can't have Bibles in school. You can't pray. You can't have the Ten Commandments. You can't have anything related to Christianity. But under Common Core, taxpayer dollars are promoting Islam. Third graders, they're introduced to Islam they're introduced to Allah. They're introduced to Allah. They're introduced that Islam is the same God as Christians and Jews. Well, if it was the same God, then why is there a differentiation between Christianity, Judaism, and Muslim and Islam? If Christians believe in the same God, then why are they going to church? Why are they not going to why are they not going to a mosque? I could tell you right now as a Christian, I do not worship Allah. And there is no Allah in the Bible. And the Quran is not additional revelation to the Bible. Jews and Christians do not believe in Allah. They reject Allah. To suggest that is a lie. Children are being taught lies through Common Core in public schools. Why on earth are third graders as a homework assignment? Why are they being instructed to create a pamphlet about Islam to proselytize to kindergartners? Why are children being taught to recite the Shahada in school? They certainly can't talk about or recite Bible verses. Kids can't even read the Bible on their own free time in public school yet. Public school students are being taught the Shahada. Do people not understand what the Shahada is? It's the call. It's the, it's the allegiance. It says there is no God but Allah. And what's happening when the parents are protesting? They're barred from school grounds. Parents are not allowed to go into public schools. Parents are not allowed to complain. If they want to take their child now, well, this is what parents are telling me all over the place. If they want to take their child out of that semester where the curriculum is being taught, where they are being taught Islam, they will get in a failing grade. They will get an F at their school. You can't take them out. Just like sex education when I was a kid, you were allowed to be taken out if you didn't want your child to be taught that in health class. You weren't penalized. You were just given free time at the library. Well, that's not the case with Common Core. If you don't want your child to be indoctrinated with Islam, your child will get an F. They will threaten you. Parents are being threatened. Parents are being barred from classes. They're being barred from schools. If the child says, well, I don't agree with this, I don't believe this, I don't want to be taught Islam, I want to be taught about other religions, because they're not being taught about other religions. It would be different if they were being taught all of the aspects of Buddhism, or if they were actually taught to read through the Bible in school. But that's not what has happening. Read more about this. I wrote a column in the Washington Times. It's called Common Core, Ties to Libya, Qatar, and Saudi Arabia. And I go through the origins of Common Core. Common Core is a disaster. It is indoctrination of Islam in public schools. Hope and change translates into transforming America into the worst. And the biggest way to do that is to indoctrinate children through Common Core. Where did, fun where did funding come from from Common Core? And where did Common Core come from? It certainly did not come from 
governors in the United States of America. It did not come from the National Governors Association. It did not come from Americans. It came from Saudi Arabia and came from Qatar. People need to understand there is a global movement, not just for a global currency, but for global education. Common Core came from something called One World Education. It is a global concept. It is orchestrated by the Connect All Schools program funded by the Qatar Foundation International, QFI. Their research center on Islamic legislation and ethics, the research center... Okay, the director of this research center for Islamic legislation and ethics is the grandson of the Muslim Brotherhood founder. People, you've got to understand Common Core is directly linked to the Muslim Brotherhood. It's a way to indoctrinate children through public school curriculum about Islam. Why are we having taxpayer dollars and the federal government bribing the states to give them money if they will teach Common Core. What is Common Core teaching? It is teaching Islam. Who created the curriculum? Pearson Education. Who funds Pearson Education? Their largest financial contributor, holding 26 million shares, is the Libyan Investment Authority. The Libyan Investment Authority was founded by Qaddafi's son. Qaddafi's five family members own shares in the Libyan Investment Authority. And what is the Libyan Investment Authority doing? Well, guess who's supporting it? Care. Go figure. Turkey, Saudi Arabia, the Muslim Brotherhood. The Guardian, the independent news organizations in other parts of the world have reported on Pearson Education. What is happening Well, through the Race to the Top initiative, which is a bogus, bogus idea, through the Department of Education and Common Core, federal government money through taxpayer dollars and debt goes to states who adopt these standards for test results. Common Core is not about education. It's about indoctrination of Islam test performance results and acquiring data unconstitutionally about children who go to public schools. If you are a parent, you have a right under the 14th Amendment to not allow your child to participate in state tests. You have a right to say that your child will not participate in any kind of documentation or data collected about them to be sent to Pearson Education, which is a private organization owned primarily through Libyan and Saudi investors. What people need to understand, go to my website, go to America's Betrayal, go to the column in the Washington Times that I wrote about Common Core and its ties to Libya and Qatar and Saudi Arabia. Read the Muslim Brotherhood's manifesto. This is part of their strategic goal for North America. Read it. There's an English translation. There are links to it. Pearson Education, not the state, is evaluating teachers. Pearson Education is collecting the data, not the state. Teacher performance assessment in New York, solely done by Pearson Education. Why is Saudi Arabia... Investing in American teachers' performance? Why is, what does Saudi Arabia have to do with Common Core? Why is Saudi Arabia involved in educating American children?
people, you've got to get rid of your state school board members. Get rid of your school board, period. Your school board is getting is in the pocket of Saudi Arabia. This is not a conspiracy theory. Ask them to show you Common Core curriculum. Ask them to show you the documents coming from Pearson Education. File a lawsuit. Demand the information be revealed. Where's the transparency? Obama's saying he's the most transparent administration ever. Give me a break. Demand, write a letter. Your child will not participate in state testing. And if it were me, I wouldn't have my child in public school altogether. The federal government is spending over $600 billion on public school education. And yet it is violating the First Amendment over and over and over again. Who is allowing their child to be taught Islam in public schools? If they're going to teach Islam, the Bible should be allowed, prayer in schools should be allowed, and teaching every other religion should be allowed. And not the lies about Muhammad being an astute businessman as part of your vocabulary test. Muhammad was not an astute businessman. He was a pedophile. He raided Jewish caravans to make money. He was a thief. He was a barbaric, horrible person who was violent and beheaded people. Mohammed couldn't read. He couldn't write. How on earth was he an astute businessman? Give me a break. Go to my website, BethanyBlankley.com. Read all of the links that I provide sources to. Understand the Common Core is state-sponsored religion through the federal government bribing the states to give them money to collect data on children. Parents have a right under the 14th Amendment to say, no, I will not allow data about my child to be collected. No, I refuse to allow my child to participate in state exams. And if you do not allow me that right, not only will I sue you and will I seek to remove everybody on the school board, but I'm going to take my child out of public school. Because the less children in public school, the less money the state would get from the federal government. Or you file a lawsuit or you have a legislative or an executive order like Governor Bobby Jindal. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for Bobby Jindal, who's saying, no, we are not going to teach Islam in public schools. No, we are not going to take bribes from the federal government to have data collection of children. And no, we are not going to let Pearson Education through Saudi Arabia and Turkey and Qatar and the Muslim Brotherhood, teach our children in public schools about Islam. Separation of church and state was to prevent this from happening. That was the whole point. We do not want the government and the public school system mandating what people should and shouldn't believe. And they're not even teaching the truth about Islam. They're not even teaching the truth. They are indoctrinating children, telling them one thing. How can you tell a child that Islam is the same as Christianity when you won't even let them read a Bible? If you sit down and you read the Quran and you read the Bible, you will see there's nothing, there's no similarity in there about anything. Again, Common Core, a perfect example of Takiyah, a very perfect example of phase two of Islam infiltration, procreation, and the desire to implement Sharia law. 
under the First Amendment. They say they have freedom to re- of speech and freedom of religion, but it is neither. It is not freedom and it is not a religion. People, you need to understand this. No child should be reciting the Shahada in public school. No child should be introduced to Allah in a public school. No child should be taking off school because of a Muslim holy days. We do not pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America in Arabic. This is not Iran or Saudi Arabia. If you want to practice Islam and you want to practice Sharia law, go back to an Islamic country. This is the United States of America. We will not have Sharia law in the United States of America. We will not pledge allegiance to United States of America in Arabic. Absolutely not. Pearson Education is an evil organization that's taking money from terrorist organizations to propagate lies, to indoctrinate children, as part of the Muslim Brotherhood's manifesto, read it. There's an English version that's linked on my website. Read it. It's in my column, Common Core Ties to Libya, Qatar, and Saudi Arabia, in the Washington Times. Read the Quran. None of this is being made up by me. I don't have the time or the energy. I have no interest It's disgusting to have to read what's happening in our country. I don't have the time, the energy. I'm not creative enough to come up with with indoctrinating kids in Common Core. The reality is that there is a very deliberate attempt to destroy the foundation of everything that is good in America. And here at Renegade, we say, not on my watch. Not on my watch are we going to allow this to happen to the United States of America. That's not what we were founded on. In fact, we rejected a state-sponsored religion of England. We rejected taxes and non-representation. We are way beyond the revolutionary war times in the United States of America today. We are way beyond it. We'll be back. We'll talk more about Islam and the Alice in Wonderland of redefining of terms in the United States of America where people try to say what is bad is good and they try to make bad what is good, what is evil. And they try to lie to say that whatever is evil isn't actually evil and it doesn't exist, but it does. Because little girls are being stripped naked and sold in containers as sex slaves under the name of Islam. And anybody who tries to defend that, then you go to Auschwitz and you walk in that gas chamber and you defend what people can do to anyone because therefore we have no reason to have any laws about anything. But there is right and wrong. And it is absolutely illegal under the First Amendment to be sponsoring Islam and taking children and teachers and administrators and a freaking superintendent of schools, Marianne Bartley. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you, Marianne Bartley? What is wrong with you and the other teachers who go to a mosque to think that you're going to learn all about this nicey, nice Islam? You have no rights as a woman under Islam. You have no rights as a woman. You have no rights for free speech. Read the Quran. Understand. The Quran teaches Jew hatred. And it teaches indoctrinated 
institutionalized violence against women. You either support the rights of the Constitution or you don't. There is no gray area in this matter. Either the Constitution is the law of the land or it isn't. And that is where we are going to see where the where where any conflict is going to come down to in the United States of America, that is going to be the breaking point. Either the Constitution is the law of the land or it isn't. Because Sharia law is completely incompatible with the Constitution. You're listening to Bethany Blankley on Renegade Talk Radio. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio.